Attention Cloud9 shoppers. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Break Room, or welcome to The Break Room if it's your first time. We are a Superstore fan podcast. I am your host, DJ Lau, here with your fantastic co-hosts, Jordan Wiegand. Hello. And Case McGeorge. How's it going, everybody? Good. We are back. We're back, everybody. Yeah. Good to be back. Except for back in this cold weather here. I was down in Florida, which was nice. Yeah. Back you are my Mateo right now. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, it was, for two of our days, uh, 50 degrees and rainy, pretty much, in, in Florida. Mm. So that was... I was wearing sweatpants and, and a hoodie. Was it still... Oh, I still hate you. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad... Uh, so it looks like you had fun, so... Yeah. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. It's a good time. Cool, guys. Well, got... Um, we're just gonna... Got a lot to cover, so we're just gonna get right into it today. Uh, so today, uh, we are recapping... Season 4, Episode 10, Cloud 9 Academy. This episode was directed by Jeffrey Blitz, written by John Kozlowskis. This show was created by Justin Spitzer, as we all know. This episode aired March 7th, 2019. All right, so the synopsis. Amy and Cheyenne attend Cloud 9 Academy to advance their careers. Dina and Garrett get roped into babysitting Glenn's daughter while he childproofs his office. And Jonah and Mateo become political activists. Uh, initial thoughts? Um, I, I thought this was kind of like a middle-of-the-road episode for me. Uh, I really like the Amy and Cheyenne stuff. Um, and then I feel like with there being like three plots, we didn't get enough of the other two, really, to, to really get a good taste of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. it. It was a good one to come back to, I think. Yeah. Yeah, nice, uh, nice comeback episode. You know, uh, nothing. Um, I think the biggest, uh, biggest development I think is the uh, the uh, Dina Garrett. Uh, train is really moving. I think they're moving towards something there. We will see what that eventually is, but I think uh, I'm excited for that and. Yeah, it was interesting seeing Cheyenne and Amy kind of get into it, too, since they've always been pretty cool with each other, but, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, the I didn't, I mean, when we uh, when we uh, were talking about the show getting uh, political this week, I did not see that coming, and that it would hit, oh, hit the, so close to home. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, I absolutely loved this episode. This is this was one of my more favorite ones, uh, on a few levels. Um, I, had, I had quite a few moments watching this episode where I uh, I, I cheered out loud or whatever. Um, I, we'll talk offline about what I think our episode title should be. <laughs> there was a perfect line in there. As soon as I heard it, I said yes. That that should be it. I'm very curious um, now. Yeah. Um, Me too. <laughs> But it was it was uh, it was just fantastic. So we were all right in one aspect. 
uh, as far as Glenn baby proofing his office. Yes. We, <laughs> yep. Uh, we we like that that one that one was kind of a dead giveaway. Of what he Glenn proofed it really. Yeah, but on what, <laughs> that that was a bit of a giveaway on what he was going to do. We knew we all knew he was going to go way overboard yep. in baby proofing that office. Um, I did not expect him to knock himself out uh, testing the baby proofing of the office. Nope. <laughs> um, but, uh, hey, it is what it is, right? Um, I, I've never seen that doorknob type contraption before. Um, I guess it kind of makes sense so kids can't just start grabbing doorknobs and opening things. Um, right. But I, I, have, I don't have children, so I can't really speak on that one. Um, Kind of as soon as he put it on, I kind of saw where that one was going, and I was yeah, like, oh, this yeah. is not gonna end well. And Glenn getting stuck inside his <laughs> office for the entire shift was just so fantastic. So good. It, it, Especially that note sliding oh, under both that was, doors. That was the best, dude. <laughs> that, was the, that, best. that was the second best. The best part was. Uh, him calling the, the customer service desk <laughs> yeah. or whatever Janet. it was. Janet. Yeah. Him calling Janet and Janet not realizing it was Glenn and uh, you know she tra- her transferring him to himself Yeah, and then him picking up the phone with the sad face of Glennster <laughs> just like even though he knew it was him I guess he had to take there's always a possibility it may not have been right him but that yeah, that was so great. Yeah. Uh, so, and I like how that one was just kind of short little snippets here and there after he got himself in. Like, yeah, they didn't yeah. really spend too long with it. It was just like yeah, so. Really, yeah. there's like four four plots. Then, right? Oh oh yeah. Huh. Meanwhile, back in Glenn's office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Go I was ahead, just saying sorry. he uh, <laughs> he's kind of jumping the gun. I mean, uh, Rose is pretty far away from moving <laughs> independently at all. But uh, yeah. 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 Well, so I, I mean, once again, I don't have kids. I don't know. Is he like how? Uh, I don't know when people actually ch- start childproofing their home. Right. So. I mean, you um, could probably start covering like outlets and stuff, but she's not even probably crawling yet, uh, or so she's not getting anywhere by herself. Yeah. <laughs> the, the the only the only comeback to that I would say is if he didn't do it now, but maybe let's let's take his office out of it because I. She should not be in his office that often. Like, right, right. That was, for him to even bring her to work and then just, like, toss her like a sack of margarine off to someone else, it's horrible. B- right? Bag of butter. Um, yeah, yeah, bag of butter. Is correct but Toss her like a bag of butter <laughs> off on someone else is, is completely horrible. I can see, like, bringing her by just so she can visit. Hey, this is Rose. Hey, Rose, how you doing? Okay, go away, Glenn. We don't need to see you anymore. But um, I guess, let, let's say he's home. Which I can't even imagine the levels of childproofing there. Um, but let's say at his home with him in Jerusha, I, I guess if he didn't do it now, like they get so busy and then eventually it might become too late. Where by the time you really think about childproofing is probably after it already should have been, and where your kid has done something that you're like, man, I really should childproof this. And then you've kind of got to go in this whirlwind thing where you're trying to, you know, take care of it now after it's kind of too late. Right. Um, yeah, one thing I I was kind of upset about, not like upset, upset, but 
at the end of the episode, when he breaks free from his office, and he talks about the large bird who had <laughs> crapped in his trash can. Oh. I feel like they ruined the joke by by then having Janet say, "Oh yeah, that guy definitely." Oh no, that was perfect. <laughs> Where you she think? Just came I, out. I, I totally so got. Perfect. I totally got that it was him. I mean, there was no bird. He was locked in there all day. Oh no no yeah like it, it was, but it would just maybe it's just her attitude and her demeanor, where she just said that man bleeped in his trash can. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's just what it was more than anything else. Maybe yeah. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. That man bleeped in his office. Whatever it was, like that yeah, was. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, like I honestly I didn't think about that until he said there's a large bird that did something. I was like, really? A large this man bird. that pooped in his office, but. Yeah. Right. And and, and honestly, at that point, you don't ask someone else to take care of it. <laughs> no. You, you deal with that no. on yourself, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. So, I think, are we done with Glenn? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. All right. So, uh, I so guess, do you want to go ahead. to, sorry, Casey, do you want to go to Dina and Garrett since that kind of mixes with Glenn's? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Let's, let's move to Dina and Garrett there. Um, and Uncle Garrett. Yep. Uh, Uncle Garrett. Yep. Okay. As I've said before, Glenn is a is a great person, but a horrible manager. This is another prime example of, here, you guys take my child. No, I'm not taking your kid. Like... Because then if something happens, I'm no, I'm not being responsible for the health and welfare right. of your child. Like, I might hold her for a minute, like, if you have to take care of something real quick. But <laughs> I'm not sitting there taking care of your child all day. Like, your employees don't get paid for that crap. Um, the, like, that, that one, that one kind of bothered me a little bit. I mean, I, I know I get in my weird feelings about stuff. But <laughs> that one was just way overboard for me. Yeah. Um, Cute baby though, but that's <laughs> yeah, a baby. I mean, yeah, yeah. And then the uh, you I know. like yeah. It kind of turned into like a daycare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With them just trying to set up a place for uh, Rose to uh, kind of be comfortably because I look. She was doing just fine in Garrett's uh, cart. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but then Dina, you know, it, you know, wanted to um, get it somewhere more comfortable. I guess. Yeah. D- uh, Dina actually does care about the baby, which is a yes. little surprising. Honestly, I didn't see that one coming, but she does in her own in her own Dina way. <laughs> so much so um, that she even eventually breastfeeds. A child. A child, yeah. <laughs> Not Which I totally thought they were going the other way with that one. I thought that Glenn had mistook, the, had taken the wrong child, and she was uh, breastfeeding Glenn's child. Still. Yeah, I thought, I thought that for a second, too. There, there's still a possibility of that. Um, speaking of which, though, like... I don't know if there's any stores that do that. That actually wouldn't be that bad of an idea. Like, yeah, some well, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they would manage to pull it off. You know, as far as like insurance wise and liability wise and everything. 
but something like that where you could drop a child like childcare in there for a period of time for you know uh while you do your shopping actually really wouldn't be that bad of an idea yeah like 30 minutes to an hour i mean yeah as long as you're gonna be in the store yeah yeah they they got that at some uh stores up here do they really yeah 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 nice little play Mm -hmm. area kind of by that yeah and I guess maybe age limits too. Like, yeah, we're like <laughs> yeah. five and above or something. Like, yeah, you can't drop off Rose who's only like four months old or something. Yeah. But or or like your like fifteen year old. Yeah. And all fairness, if you're fifteen, like here, just just <laughs> I'll call you when I'm done. Yeah, like, yeah. go 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 leave me alone, kid. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that whole thing just kept growing and growing, and then there's. The mailman is now our dad. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then That's you, Casey. Being... <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go, Casey. <laughs> nah, nah. I haven't... <laughs> then there ended up being a dog in there that's tearing apart a stuffed animal at some point. And yeah. I was just like, wow, this has escalated quickly here. Uh... Yeah. Nice, though. Nice to see... Garrett and Dina working together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll see uh, where they go this year. So, Ma- yeah. Mateo and Jonah. Um, that was definitely an interesting pairing. Um, I really didn't see that one working as well as it did. Mm-hmm. I also didn't see that group or that whole thing going to the levels of things where it did go to. Yeah. Um, yeah. They paired very well together. Um, so apparently Mateo's seeking asylum now. Um, it's an yeah, interesting. So, right. So the storyline does continue then. You know, that's what we were wondering too. It's an interesting development in the way they're pursuing it. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know much about the geopolitical aspects of of the Philippines, so I'm not sure um, how accurate what they're saying is or isn't. I really didn't bother to look it up. It's pretty. It's um, pretty accurate. <laughs> it, it, it's, you were just guy, there, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that guy looked at as a, as as a monster in that way? I mean, I honestly don't know it. I probably could have done some research before this, but I was lazy. Not. So. I mean. DJ's got to watch his words. Yeah, here. I know. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> File for asylum. Oh, my gosh. I well, mean... no. See, so so that's one of the interesting things is is Saeed was kind of right there where, uh, you know, a lot of times uh, uh, when people come from these other countries and stuff yeah. like that, they do have to be careful about what they say because if stuff gets back, they ever do get sent back, um, it does kind of mean death and torture or their families that are back there. Um. John Oliver did a thing on this a while back uh, about people seek asylum and how in certain states it uh certain states are more friendlier to people seeking asylum than other states. Um some states in the south that lean one way aren't as friendly. Um so they're quicker to deport them as compared to give them a chance or extend their time or allow them to to file for their asylum. 
Um, there's also they've also done stories about uh, interpreters that we've had when I was uh, not necessarily any interpreters I've had, but interpreters that have worked with uh, Marines in the Army over in the Middle East in our operations over there. Um, they start working with us kind of under the assumption and, and promises that it'll help them as far as either being able to try and gain citizenship or be able to come to our country. But the process ends up being so long and, and through all kinds of red tape, it just ends up a nightmare. Like, you know, here we have birth certificate. Like, we we have records of when people are born and where we move. Right. And, like, you can look up where you, like... Other countries don't necessarily have that, but that's one of the things, like, Mateo made the comment, like, list your extended family. And he made the joke, I'm Filipino, like, we could be here forever. Um, in certain other places, it's the same thing. Like, their extended family could be, they could need, like, 20 pages to do all that. Yeah. But then they may not necessarily, like, they need addresses. They don't necessarily have street names in some of these places. So it's kind of hard to do that, and they don't have record keeping like we do. And then they end up kind of just being left to the side, and then... They find out they worked with the U.S. and bad things happened to them and their right. families. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 I didn't see it going that way. It'll be interesting to see what they do or how they they move forward with it. Um, yeah. Typical uh, superstore fashion, you know, taking the uh, yeah. hot button hot button issues. I mean, <laughs> yeah, definitely did not see that coming. Uh, yeah, but didn't did did not see Sandra again, Jeeba Sandra. Jeez. Oh my god! Oh, With wow. her lie, yeah, yeah. To make it look like she has plans. That's what she comes <laughs> up with to make it seem like she has plans. Yeah, they're pulling the plug on her grandmother, and even John is like, you know, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. Oh no, I can come join you. That late, that like like John said, she is not well. She, 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 no. yeah, she can sell It even caught Mateo that. off guard. Even he was just like, <laughs> You know, I did, uh, I did see a similarity, though, when, um, so when Mateo asked Marcus if he wanted to join their group, you know, without them even knowing what the group was about, he was super stoked, right? And, right. and then, uh, Sandra, when they, you know, invited her, uh, her reaction was kind of the same too, like like yes. Right, they didn't care what the issue was. Yeah, yeah they just wanted to be part of. They something. just wanted to be part of something. <laughs> but man, yeah. Marcus sells it at the end there. Oh my he, gosh! Uh... <laughs> and the look on Mateo's face, where he's just like, no, 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 <laughs> and he's like, Marcus just point at him when Mateo's coming for you. Poor, oh, poor Mateo. Remember his name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh. Uh, I, I like how the fact they brought up the whole Jerry thing with Sandra, too. Like, she's not been well since... Gerald? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, since Jerry and Carol, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Those... But... So, hopefully, we, we, we get to see more on that whole Jerry-Carol thing down the road. Um, once again, perfect amount of Marcus this episode. Was yes. it too much? Yeah. Um, he kind of shined in his spots where he was there. <laughs> yep. Um, and that was it. Like, otherwise, it, it could have been very easy to just have way too much Marcus. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, they they balance his uh, screen time pretty well, for sure. 
How about, uh, I, I really liked Jonah's line of there's good people <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> oh, man. He, he, he knows that's BS. Yes. <laughs> he jumped on that one real quick. Like, like okay, I, I could see Mateo jumping on that one easily once Saeed was like, you know, hey, uh, you know, if it gets back to him and you ever get sent back there, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's what I, they I wanted. <laughs> that's I didn't see Jonah jumping on that one as quick. You know what I'm saying? I, um, I think he was just reading the situation from Mateo <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. But but then, yeah, with the whole, yeah, there's good people on both sides. You're just like, wait a minute. <laughs> and Marcus, that's when Marcus comes yeah. up and just is like, no. Uh, honestly. You know, you know what? I, I, I would love to see, like, if they if they ever show it on like their their youtube channel i would love to see what the actual full newscast of that looked like yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like if they made a fake news broadcast and put all yeah. that stuff together yeah yeah live from from cloud nine and whatever st louis right <laughs> whatever street it was yeah yeah <laughs> we'll see we'll see that would that would be awesome um so that leaves us with uh, Amy and uh, Cheyenne, unless if anybody else has something to say. I'm just, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see how far they they take it if this kind of a one-off thing with that, but... I don't think it will be. Uh, did you guys get the article I sent you, that the interview yeah. with Justin Spitzer? They did say they were going to kind of touch on it more. I got it pulled up. We can talk about it later. Well, what but I'm assuming I mean, here is that they'll... Mateo would be able to use this to maybe file for the asylum since, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. he, he started the group. He got national attention. I mean, well, local attention for it. Yeah, yeah. And and Marcus, like, went out and made that case for him. I, I think that maybe they can, uh, maybe he would be able to file for that. Yeah. Well, here it says uh, in the interview, it says uh, the interview asked, will Mateo become a citizen? Uh, Jeff Spencer says, that's one where we try to have a light touch. We don't want it to move too much. We want that to be part of his character without feeling like that's all of it. But yes, right. it does come up again. Yeah. So I think it'll probably be an ongoing thing in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah, I just hope if it gets around to the Philippines and Duterte uh, that he realizes it's a joke. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, cool. So, Amy and uh, Amy and Cheyenne. Wow. Yeah, that's um, one way to put it. <laughs> so, the, so the beginning of the the beginning can happen very easily. Although there should be signs where they ended up in the uh, embalming conference. Yeah, <laughs> and, and oh my gosh, that was the perfect guy to be in charge of that. The, the like the accountant guy from uh, Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, great character actor. Like he's a very straight laced guy. I don't know if he's that way in his real life. He might be a wild party animal. I don't know, but uh, his character work is 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 definitely on point. Um, and and the fact like yeah, it, it, they both went through their whole thing. Cheyenne talked about how she she had to get a ride from Amy because she had bees in her car. <laughs> and yeah. hey, there's poor Cheyenne. A, uh, no, I no, there's no poor Cheyenne. 
my, my first thought is, what did you do to have bees in your car? What did you or Bo do that you now have bees in your car? Um, bee farmers. There's no, I, there's no poor Cheyenne whatsoever for this whole episode. I have no sympathy for that poor girl. Mm-mm. Um, we'll get to that in a moment, though. But, uh, uh, so, yeah, they, they show up late to the management training seminar. It can happen. Uh, I, I like, and, and I've done instructing in the military. Like, you, you kind of the first day, you know, when something starts off, you kind of give a little leeway. Uh, quick story. Um, last summer, when I joined the Postal Service, first day, Monday morning, we had to be there at like 9 o'clock. So a bunch of us get there early, but it's in this weird, it's in what they call a plant. You actually have to get this, like, I, you actually have to have a car to get in onto the premises. So a lot of us weren't able to get on in time, or a lot of them weren't able to get on in time. So some people didn't show up till like 9.30, 10, 10.30. But it was forgiving the first day because it was no, it was, re- it was difficult to get in, right? So there's this one guy, he showed up at like 10, 10.30. But they understood, okay, no problem. I want to say it was the third day, right? Uh, third day, we had to be there at 7 o'clock in the morning. So they tell you ahead of time, plan our traffic, you know, make sure you get here by this time. Mm-hmm. We'll try and make sure we have someone out there to let you in. So, okay, I'm there. Uh, same guy who showed up at 10.30 showed up at 9 o'clock. Mm. Like, just strolled in. Like, had no cares whatsoever <laughs> uh, about showing up two hours late. Uh, 15 minutes later, he was gone. Like, I guess they just cut <laughs> him a check for his time there, and that was it. Um, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> you no, can't do no. That. Um, you also cannot disturb the instructor on his break when he's trying to eat. Like... That's one thing I learned from having instructed before as well. Uh, those breaks aren't just for you. Those breaks are for the instructors as well. They need to use the bathroom. They need to take care of their personal business. Uh, eat their breakfast of a Danish of some sort. Um, they need to maybe get their classes together for the next portion, whatever yeah. it is. Like, they need that time too just as much as you do. It's not just for you. And I was definitely feeling that guy, and I was with him when he was like, you know what? F it, we're getting started. Throws that was my favorite. That was probably my favorite moment of the episode. That was my biggest laugh when he's just like, "Forget it, we'll start," and like throws his Danish and yeah at the yeah, trash can. I would have done the same thing, and I would have definitely made sure everybody would have known it was Amy's fault. Yeah. All right, Amy wants to get started, so we're getting started. Remind- we're cutting the break short. Reminds me of that uh, meme, that newscaster. He's like, F it, we'll do it live. Oh, Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> we'll do it live. Oh, shoot. We'll do it live. No, uh, yeah. he, his, his name is Ian Roberts. He's uh, Yes, he's so good. He was in Reno 911. Yeah. He was in uh, Oh, he's Parks another good Ray. character actor. He's another yeah. good character yeah. actor. He's, uh, yeah. well, I was talking about Bill O'Reilly, or was the, was the actual the, oh, the meme. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he was, yeah. he did, uh, he was, he's uh, one of the founders of Upright Citizens Brigade, so him and Colton um, have some oh, probably history, yeah. I think. Yeah. Oh, cool. But, uh, okay, like I said, they so they come in a little late, I get it, right? Um, Cheyenne, just take a seat, right? Just go over there, sit at the <laughs> empty sit where there's an empty seat, chair, right? Yeah. And then maybe during the break you say, hey, can I sit next to it? If not, okay, you're probably there for a day. You just suck it up and deal with it. For Cheyenne to make all the noise she did, just grab it, like trying to get next to Amy, and then grabbing the chair, and oh my gosh, just... Uh, 
girl. You know, I didn't hate Mateo this episode. I hated Cheyenne this episode. <laughs> um, and it's hard for me to hate Cheyenne. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I can see that. Yeah. I was kind of getting there, too. <laughs> yeah, especially when she's, like, asking Amy questions. And as soon as, of, of course, as soon as Amy's answering the question or telling her to stop, you know, just telling her it's in the book. Oh. That's when the, you know, professor guy... Uh, uh, yeah, sees now it looks that like Amy's talking. talking. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I was cracking up when uh, they're doing like the. Uh, <laughs> Amy was confronting Cheyenne about uh, being late and stuff, and she just says like half oh, a yeah. sentence, and then Cheyenne's like, "I, I feel attacked." <laughs> probably because she, she is late sometimes. Oh yeah, well, they no, probably she had was, that conversation. She was just up in her feelings. <laughs> She was up in her feelings because Amy kind of threw her under the bus. So Amy was a little wrong for that, for throwing her under the bus about her horrible, horrible ideas. And I'm so <laughs> glad that that instructor called her out on those horrible, horrible yeah. ideas. But you know, yeah, I get Cheyenne could be upset about that, but like she was starting to take credit or making it a team effort for <laughs> oh, Amy's yeah. good true, ideas. True, yeah. I mean, like, it's... So here's the thing, you know how they, like they when they get together and like you, you're supposed to like uh, I forget what it's called when everybody gets together and come up with ideas brainstorm uh, yeah like a brainstorm yeah when you brainstorm and they always say there's no bad ideas here that's <laughs> bullcrap yeah there are bad there ideas is. yeah and Amy, bless Amy's heart because she was doing her best to not like at some point she should have just told Shani like these ideas are horrible. Like, and I don't blame Amy in the first place for not blame wanting me. to be paired up with Cheyenne. Right. Like, she, like, Amy, like, Amy's looking at this as a change in her career. Like, this is something, this is a huge move for her, and this is something very serious. Mm-hmm. So, she's trying to learn and get everything out of it to do what she can. I don't know if Cheyenne's taking it the same way. So, um, you know, Cheyenne's like, oh, you know, otherwise I get paired up with a dunce. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're the dunce. Yeah. Um, Amy's ideas were fantastic, right? Um, but, but then the, the, the gnome thing, like. <laughs> I would be down for the risk, you know, a little ink for, for a hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds a. You've been known. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, the aspect of, I, I kind of. Not totally against the aisle maze. Um, that's kind of <laughs> what IKEA does anyway. <laughs> Good point. If you guys have ever been, in, if you guys have ever been into an IKEA, yeah, yeah. Um, like here in Burbank, we have the I think it's the United States' biggest one. Uh, it's not too far away wow. from me. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and I mean, there are ways to get out otherwise, but yeah, like you literally, it's basically like this whole like you have to follow these lines. And go through the entire store. Like I went in one time just to just to visit because I've never been into an IKEA, and then I was just like, "Sweet baby, Jesus! Like I'm never leaving this place." Yeah, alive. I love IKEA. Did you? Yeah. Did you guys? I go all the time. You guys hear about that one guy that uh, put fake arrows in in IKEA to get people lost and stuff? No, that's funny though. <laughs> yeah, gun. It's messed up. Yeah, but uh, Cheyenne's ideas were terrible. Um, yeah, the was the Mardi Gras Tuesday? Yep. The less clothes <laughs> the you wear, the, wear the, le- the less you pay. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> That'd be a nice comeback for Myrtle. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, because Myrtle's coming in completely naked. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She don't Elias, care. Elias is coming in completely naked. Yes, he is. <laughs> well, we're just like a thong on. Oh, jeez. Like, so, yeah. yeah, but banana so, hammock kind of deal. Yeah. Jesus. It's not the Ted. You know, the Ted coming in with a banana hammock, I can do. Elias, <laughs> not so much. Um, but uh, yeah. So the instructor just—I you know, love the instructor's line of that's an example of explaining it doesn't make it any better. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think Cheyenne was just up in her feelings that she didn't feel like she was getting her credit or um, she felt like she was being attacked. And then she just starts making things up. <laughs> yeah. You make me sit on your lap. Really? We're going that yeah. route? <laughs> um, and telling racist jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sexually harassing people, telling racist jokes. Like, wow. And then, yeah, that whole thing just escalated quickly. Yeah, then she gets uh, the other people in yeah. on it. Uh, was it Terrence and... Um, I forget the other woman's name. Yeah. Yeah. And then Cheyenne so scoot it next to <laughs> And then... So then Cheyenne ended up poisoning the Danish and what's the name's gonna die and you're fired. Boom. Yeah. Um, I thought they were gonna fail after that. Yeah. Someone someone mentioned it'd be a funny twist if uh, Cheyenne passed and then Amy failed. Yeah, I just don't see how they would be able to get away with that when the instructor did not like any of her ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah and even even he has to know, like, where those... What ideas came from who in that group? Yeah, Like, yeah. Did you guys notice, like, every time you saw that guy, he had, like, more and more Danishes, though? <laughs> no, no, I didn't. The, like, there was... Like, there was that, then, uh, you know, when it, when Amy asked, like, hey, we should work with someone who we already worked with, right? Like, he was chomping on one, then there was another point we had, like, a stack of, like, four or five. Jeez. Um, Danish guy. But uh, then they all went out for drinks with the embalmers. Um, <laughs> the embal- which yeah. leads us to Cheyenne hasn't had a dead body party since she was since in high, high school. school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was only, like, a couple years ago for her, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep, never heard of that. Um. <laughs> well. but, but yeah, uh, that's. Uh, I thought I think, it was a great episode. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was good. I think the best part was probably the Cheyenne and Amy uh, stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And of course, Sandra with her with her <laughs> story was was funny. Gosh, she had she had she had me really bad. I thought I thought here we go more uh, more bad news for Sandra. And oh, I knew she was making it up. Yeah, no, they. <laughs> oh I knew no, she made I, it up. I did not see that. Yeah, me one either. I got blindsided right there. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, no, it's good. Good comeback. Yeah, so I got episode, the yeah. I got the ratings oh, here. Before that, who yeah. would win the golden vest for this? Oh episode? yeah. Uh, for me, it's Danish guy, really. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, thought he was, I like that. I thought he was really like good. <laughs> Danish guy. Um, I'd go with, uh, probably go with Marcus on this one. Yeah, Marcus was really good, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I could, I could see either of those two. I could see either of those two winning it. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be against that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, so I have the ratings. This was Clown Nine Academy. 
It was up from shadowing Glenn three months ago. All right, so we're at a point eight in the demographic. Uh, it was at point seven back in December, uh, with three point zero seven million viewers. Pretty um, consistent still. That's yep. good. And we also have the name of the next one. We kind of previewed this during the long break, so they must have pushed this one back. This is Steps Challenge. Is the next episode uh, this Thursday. Uh, the 14th, corporate introduces a friendly step-tracking challenge between Cloud9 branches, and Amy, Jonah, and Dina create a fake rivalry to inspire store number 1217's laziest employees. But healthy competition gets increasingly chaotic when the fake rivalry becomes real. This sounds like it might be really funny. (laughs) See, we kind of thought this when we were talking about it before, right? That it'd be some sort of, like, store initiative of, of like, steps. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. To be healthy. Maybe um, there's some prize. But, yeah, who do you think the rivalry is between those three? Amy, Dina, and uh, Jonah? Or is it, like, they pair people up with fake rivals <laughs> and then it becomes real? Yeah. I... I before before they mentioned it was in in store i was thinking it was with another store but it's it's in the store so yeah i'm interested i mean it's a competition against other branches i think but i think the rivalries would probably be in store rivalries maybe departments no oh yeah like warehouse versus uh uh, versus like the main store. Yeah. Right. Hopefully the warehouse doesn't wear you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm laughing because I was listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds interesting though. It doesn't sound like there's any B plot, right? Yeah. I, I'm sure we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll, they'll come up with something. We we also uh, we also have a list of upcoming episode titles. Uh, so after uh, Step Challenge, we have Blizzard. We have Lovebirds. We have Minor Crimes. We have Salary. Mm. We have Easter. <laughs> I so hope either Mateo or Garrett is in a bunny suit for that one. Yeah. Uh, we have Kent. We have Quinceanera, we have Cloud Green, we have Scanners, and we have Cloud9, or hashtag Cloud9 Fail. Wow. And that, that's, that's, uh, that's the last one, right, for the season? The, yeah, that goes to episode 420. Oh. All right, so there's actually two more after that. So 420, huh? Wait, 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 what? There's another episode after that? Oh, because... Oh. There's 22 this There's season. There's 22, yeah, so, so... if that's... That's not the finale. If that's episode... T- no, it's not the finale. Okay. So they haven't re- released the, the names of the last two and episodes. And... are probably still writing them, to be honest. <laughs> they usually stop filming around April. Yeah, that's that's probably... thought. They probably... They will probably... Uh, the Lovebirds... Lovebirds is probably the episode that's the Valentine's Day episode, and we're also supposed to get Dina's Dina's Birds. Dina's Birds, yep. Yep. Blizzard is supposed to be the one where they're deciding between Game of Thrones and Friends, mm-hmm. right? And that yeah, so, <laughs> where they end up locked, they end up stuck in the store. Yeah. Um, K- 
Kenjin Yero. That, that's fairly obvious. Uh, you think that? Yeah. See, but here's the thing: like they 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 keep going back and forth on what's her name's age. Uh, Emma. Emma. Yeah. yeah. Emma's age. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, because isn't that fifteen? Yeah, that's that's fi- yeah. when they turn fifteen. But she talked about she was so close to like college, like don't. Well, I mean, this show isn't, you know. I guess in a parent's eyes, in a parent's eyes, you're probably close to college at high school age anyway, because when you're you a freshman, much, in, when you're you don't a freshman have that, in high school, you don't have that much time to save up for the college, though. Like that's how Amy is thinking. There, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, I yeah. guess. Uh, cloud green. I guess the store is probably trying to go, go green, green in some yeah. way. Some green solar panels, yeah. Yeah. whatever. Yeah. What what could be hashtag Cloud Nine fail when they've had their employees on video having sex? That, yeah. Well, that's one. Well, I'm thinking maybe another viral video thing. Yeah. Just like uh, with the rats and all the other stuff from before. Yeah, yeah, viral video back last season. Yeah, that's uh, another another viral thing. I'm just they're always surprising us. I'm interested to see what what's it, what's it, what is it this time. <laughs> Yeah, really. Yeah. Especially being so late in the yeah. season with that one, so seems to be an important plot point. So. And then we had uh, news of a season five renewal. We're renewed. Oh, we're we're gone. The break room is renewed. And that means we're <laughs> renewed. Yeah. Thank you, NBC, um, for renewing us. Yeah. Thank you for letting us uh, keep making the show. Yeah. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's exciting. Uh, I was starting to get a little worried. Yeah. I mean, usually it, it seemed like a lock, but it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, know. we would have. We usually have heard about a renewal by by now. I mean, or or earlier, right. but. So it was. It was good to get that out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And. Um, yeah, so then we also have this interview that Casey uh, had forwarded to us here yeah. with Justin Spitzer. This is on uprocks.com. Yeah. Um, if people want to find it, it's it's called Superstore Creator Justin Spitzer Tells Us Why He Thinks Amy and Jonah Could Be the New Jim and Pam. And maybe we could put the link to that in the, yeah. in the description yeah, we'll or something. Yeah, get it in the description, the show notes, yeah. It's a yeah. good interview. Um. It is, yeah. It was, it was pretty, pretty detailed. Uh, you know, it is funny. I think we've talked about it, DJ, because we've we've both watched The Office, where Jim and Pam, you know, got together in season four, and I think we've talked about that correlation with Amy and Jonah. They bring that up in this article. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that it's unusual for people to get together uh, that quick in the show. At times. I mean, I'm watching Cheers. Sam and Diane got together in season one. But, you know, they don't last throughout the 11 seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know if Amy and Jonah will last throughout the rest of the seasons. But, you know, he says in here that there's no current plans to break them up. Right. But, you know, that doesn't mean that further on down they won't, they won't realize um, that there's story potential there. Um I hope they don't go that way just because I feel like that's that's done a lot in TV shows. Mm-hmm. What, splitting them up? Yeah. Yeah, once they're together, splitting them back up, then getting them back together. Yeah. Um, the dance. 
Well, yeah. one of the things he says is, uh, I know we're planning on having a little tension come out of this season. And yeah, the tension. Um, uh, he talked about the office. Uh, they decided with Jim and Pam they were never going to do the thing where they break them up. Um, they can have marital issues, but they're not going to do the move where they break them up. Um, so in terms of the general idea, I think we're hoping to emulate the office, have them together, but have us still like them. Um, because they're already together, you're still excited to see them together, and you're interested in following their relationship. Um, so hopefully, they you know, they stay. Because, it, it, I mean, I, I've never done it personally, but I know people who have had relationships with people uh, they work with. It just becomes awkward. Um, mm-hmm. Especially with... Uh, the aspect of Amy possibly uh, moving up. Yeah, um, exactly. Which could open up just a whole bunch of worms in general with her being in the same store as Jonah, but that's that's my retail prior management side coming out now. <laughs> Enjoying the show side. Um, right, right. She might... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go uh, ahead, Jonah. Sorry, no, this is actually unrelated to that, but I was just interested because Casey you you've pointed out a lot of times about how they get a lot of stuff right with retail uh, but they say in here nobody's ever actually worked at like Kmart, yeah. Walmart or Target yeah. yeah I see that <laughs> I, yeah he said what is it uh, um, I, I see where it says that um, maybe you could get on board be uh, there uh. Well, look yeah some of them yeah early on there were more relatable ones um, we just try and use our imaginations. I think a couple of people have done a little bit in retail. There's nobody on staff that has worked at Target, Walmart, or Kmart. I I always wish we had someone that. There did. you go. There, there you go. There, Casey. There's your opening Justin case. Justin Spitzer. Anybody who works on that staff, <laughs> anybody who is one of the actors. I know uh, Lauren Ash at one point said she was going to try and listen to the podcast. I don't know if she ever did. Um, a, you're awesome. We love your work anyway. B. I live in Palmdale. It's like an hour and a half away. <laughs> I am available for consultation, whether it's through Skype, through phone. I will find a way to get down there. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can. If you want someone on your staff to help you out with this, I, I can help you out with this, like, quickly. Um, we, like, we can make this happen. Yeah. Uh, I, I, was, I was shocked when I read that because I was like, there's just no way. The amount of things that they have... Right, or the amount of things that they have gone through that, um, even people on like the the because I still I'm still on like the the subreddit for Walmart employees and stuff, and even people on there comment on some of the things that that they they deal with or talk about that the the show gets right. So I'm sure like the the Target Red and everything else is the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing. They're getting information from somewhere. Yeah, I have no clue. Maybe where. maybe there. Maybe they got some Reddit savvy people. Yeah, they said that some people look it up on there because uh, the person, uh, the interviewer said, you know, you can always go on to like Reddit or or yeah. You know, there's, some, like there's some there's some retail stores that major visual Walmart. He says we do a lot of that. It's hard to figure out a way ex- to expense anytime we go to Target. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing he means because they end up buying so much. Like yeah. yeah. It, it is kind of hard to go in Target and come out, which is like one thing. I get. I it. am. Uh, I'm interested to see what the tension is going to be between Amy and Jonah. <laughs> well, he he doesn't um, 
he doesn't specifically say, but one of the things he says, uh, uh, they're both people that were passing through life, kind of, and they kind of found each other in a certain time, really like each other, but not, that's not to say their journeys are going to stop there. So I think there's going to be tension as Amy wants to keep pursuing this goal and her values yeah. may change. What are Jonah's fundamental Jonah's fundamental values? Yeah. I mean, we we have, we've talked before where where Amy seems a little more straight laced, where she kind of wants to have her life set up, or kind of go down a certain path. She's more and driven. Jonah's, yeah. And Jonah's yeah. just maybe mm-hmm. a little more flighty and kind of mm-hmm. he's willing to go where the winds take him, I guess, and, and and see what happens. And we talked about before how that could be an issue of you know. Um, how we saw maybe that could possibly be a, a, an issue. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe he's listening to the podcast and getting these ideas. <laughs> <I don't know>. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, cool. Yeah, that's a great interview. Yeah, everybody should read it. We shouldn't go over all of it, but yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. everybody should read it. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it doesn't... How they yeah. get some of this stuff. Not really spoilery, too, so... Right. Yeah, yeah, just teasing. Just teases, yeah. Right. Cool. I think, uh, yeah, that pretty much uh, covers it, yeah? Got anything yeah, else, I think guys? So. Yeah, Cool. Um, well, um, we are still, um, we are talking with a couple people about co-hosting, but uh, if you are interested in co-hosting as well, we are still um, pursuing that, so... Please uh, feel free to contact us. Hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at TBR Podcast, or send us an email at thebreakroomss at gmail dot com. Uh, yeah, just DM us, whatever. Um, we'd love to try to get you on. Uh, yeah, otherwise, um, yeah, we're back. We'll see you next week here at the break room. Have a heavenly day. Thank you for shopping at your Cloud9 Supercell. Music provided by bensound.com.